We're having open and honest conversations about mental health and well-being. We should talk about it with Myra Ansari on Wave Now. Thanks so much for joining us here for another edition of We Should Talk About It. I'm Myra Ansari with Dr. Stephen Taylor from UofL Peace Hospital. And today we're talking about living in the moment. How many times are we like this? Or like this? All the time, right? <laughs> so, I never do that. You never do that? Okay. You never doom scroll? May, oh, yeah, doom scrolling. There you go. There we go. There's a yeah. word that if y'all don't know what it means, it's kind of like when you're aimlessly scrolling and scrolling and it sucks you in and you can't get out of it. And specifically about negative stories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, that's really the target of doom scrolling, right? Because it's about the doom mm-hmm. and how bad things are and how much worse it's going to get and being sort of in this vortex of badness and worserness, yes. if I can make up a word. And it kind of sucks you in, and you can't mm-hmm. get out. And then, you know, you'll find yourself in a funk. And you're yeah, like, why absolutely. am I feeling that way? Right. So that becomes the consequence of doom scrolling. But I think that there is a, I think it serves a purpose. And maybe we can talk about the purpose we think it serves and try to understand some of the emotion behind it. Because I think there is something in the back of it that we're trying to use to help ourselves. And if we can understand that, maybe we can take some of the power of doom scrolling out yeah. and use it in more constructive ways. So, Dr. Taylor, what do you think kind of takes us away from being in that moment? Is it our phones? Is it t- technology? Just distractions in life? I think it's a feeling that we're having that's hard for us to experience um, in the here and now. We are feeling something that doom scrolling is giving us that we can't tolerate holding on to for ourselves. Um, I'll use a kind of a very distant sort of analogy to it. Have you ever um, played devil's advocate at a dinner party? Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. So there could be somebody at the dinner party who has a particular view on a particular topic that you happen to also believe. But this person is, you know they are entrenched in that belief. They Mm -hmm. are not going to let go of that no matter what. Yeah. Well, have you ever found yourself playing devil's advocate with that person? You know, taking on arguments that might be on the other side of that issue that you ordinarily don't think about for yourself, but because they are there and you know they're unshakable, mm-hmm. that they're not going to, or you might have been that person at a party before where you are so set on a particular view and other people are playing devil's advocate with you, people you know who hold your similar view. That's a little bit of what I think doom scrolling is bringing to us Mm -hmm. because it's holding a feeling for us that we have a hard time holding on to for ourselves. And by taking it away from us, just like the friend at the party taking away this particular view of the world, you are then freed up to think about other things. You don't have to be so defensive against that one thought because somebody's holding it for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be so defensive about it. So you can think about all different kinds of ways of thinking about it. I think, this is just my sort of psychoanalytic view, but I think that doom scrolling is that on a functional level. There's something we're feeling that we can't hold on to for ourselves, and doom scrolling is a kind of a projection. We are sort of acting it out away from us a little bit. Okay, that's interesting. What happens to us when we um, don't, say, enjoy the things in life because we're too worried about capturing it with the camera, or we're not just sitting back and just watching it. And I'll give an example of that. I was at, um, uh, I'll bring up my daughter's graduation. Um, 
from kindergarten, but I was so worried about getting it that I just wasn't, you know, I'm here holding the camera and I'm moving it around, but I just wasn't sitting back and just soaking it in with my, just being there in that moment. And I realized that, like, why did I feel like I had to, yes, getting a photo was important, but like, you know, we're not there sometimes, like experiencing it. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. You know, um, there's something about being in the moment and using social media to record it that kind of takes us out of the moment mm-hmm. a little bit, right? I mean, let's think about the work that you and I are doing right here. Sure. I mean, is this the only way we could interact with each other? Well, no, I could be on a computer feed somewhere. We could be interacting by Zoom. But is that the same thing as you, me, you and me being in the room together? No, it's not. It's not the same thing, no. right? So I think there is something about the here and now and being together in an interpersonal way that we all know is meaningful. And so when we use the camera, when we're using whatever as a way of expressing what's going on and taking ourselves out of it, we are taking ourselves out of it. Mm -hmm. And we're going to feel that on some level, whether it's overt and obvious or whether it's something deeper or more unconscious. Something happens when we pull ourselves out of it that we're not really there. We're not yeah. really fully engaged in it. And so we're missing, you know? Missing out on all so many things. And right. <clears throat> we were talking about this earlier, too, that I took Facebook off of my personal phone. Hmm. Because I found myself just kind of on it at all times and just kind of scrolling, as we were saying, doom, right. just scrolling and scrolling. And not maybe taking part in an important conversation. Right. Or noticing what's going on around me right. because I was so focused in on this pointless stuff, right? At the end of the day, does, right. it didn't I mean, really matter to me, right? I may be speaking more to my own generation here, but you know how often have you been at a restaurant and seen a couple Couples, three, absolutely. sitting at the table with their phones out? Mm-hmm. Are they texting each other and that's how they're having their conversation? <laughs> or are they talking to somebody else? Yeah. Are they really even there? And how does each one feel about the other? You know, are mm-hmm. you with me? Are you here with me or are you in your phone? Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, that's probably what people are experiencing with the, I'm taking a picture of everything, which is fine to take a picture of everything, but you're, you're out of the picture. And literally, in you're a not, way, you're, yes. yeah, you're not in the picture and you're kind of out of it a bit. You're disconnected from it. I think if we just recognize that that's going to be something emotionally that happens to us in those moments, we might be better prepared to deal with how we're going to feel about it. Mm-hmm. So the impact that you have from that time that you spend from being away in that moment kind of reflect. For me, I noticed, okay, maybe I'm not taking advantage of all the times that I could be talking to my kids, even though I think that I'm with them all the time. But if I'm on my phone, am I really with them? Right. You know? Exactly. I think that's so true. So, you know, being in the moment, that's, that's sort of where we're at. And I think that's one of the things that social media... Uh, can both give us and take from us at the same time. I mean, it is a kind of a way for us to record where we are and what we're doing, but it also takes us away a little bit from where we are and from what we're doing. So we we gain something and we miss something at the same time. So what's the obviously gaining something, missing something, but what can happen? Is it just that you develop a your condition to be disconnected and think that that's normal? What's the outcome? Well, we're social creatures. You know, we need to interact with each other. We need to be connected to each other. And if we 
put something between us, we, we remove that and we're really missing something. You know, if we completely live our lives through movies, we sit in the cinema all the time watching movies, movies are great, but if that's how we live our lives, we don't live it. We're, we're missing out. Mm -hmm. We're not actually in the story. We're just watching somebody else's story. Mm -hmm. And we may get a lot of emotional benefit from that, but we're also missing out on a lot. Sure. So you may be living your life through somebody's Facebook or their Twitter right. or their Instagram. So Dr. Um, Taylor, when should folks realize, okay, maybe I need a break? Maybe I need to disconnect. Maybe I yeah. need to put up a wall against the things that are taking time away of what's important for me and my well-being. Yeah, one thing could be to put time limits on it, right? You know, you can put time limits on your kids and mm -hmm. say you have this much time. You can spend this much time with your games or this much time on your phone. We can do the same thing to ourselves. You did it to yourself. I you did know, it myself. You, and it, you put a time limit on your Facebook. And I'll tell you, at first I was like, oh, my gosh. But I realized how much time I was wasting mm -hmm. and how much time that I did gain back. It was one of the best decisions I ever made to take it off my phone. Right, yeah, so. I don't I, check it on the weekends, I you know, I feel disconnected and I'm okay, I may miss mm -hmm. out, right? right? I may forget a birthday, I may forget something, but it's okay. That's right. Yeah, you know, and, and you're going to see these people in real life anyway, in real time. Yeah. So if I don't say happy birthday to somebody on a social media site, I'm going to see them for real and tell them happy birthday. I think that's going to mean more to them Absolutely. than if I'm typing it on a cell phone for them to read. And plus, I'm sort of contributing to them being checked out, right? Yeah. So they're sitting at the dinner table with their friends on the phone reading the stuff that I'm writing. Mm -hmm. So taking myself out of that picture a little bit mm -hmm. also helps them. We forget that we did at one point live a life, most of us, without social media, without <laughs> cell phones. We were functioning pretty much okay. That's right. Yeah, you know? you're making that up. <laughs> I remember it was just like, it, it, you know, and it's like, if you're not, you remember when MySpace was the big thing, everybody had a MySpace yeah. page, everybody, then you, do you have an Instagram? Do you have a Twitter? It's just, it's a lot of things that take time away from that's right. What you should be doing. You know, it is high. It is very fast, too. Mm -hmm. You know, we. I think the speed of that could be detrimental to us. We, we don't have time to think about what's going on. If it's coming at us so fast and changes are happening so quickly, we don't really take time to sort of process it for ourselves and what it means to us. Mm -hmm. I think this is a downside of doom scrolling. You know, it's... Yes, it's an emotion that I might struggle to feel for myself, and I'm seeing it played out in the melodrama of social media feeds, and so I sort of experience it in a by-proxy sort of way, mm -hmm. you know, through this outlet. But I'm also not taking time to really process it for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving myself a chance to think about it mm -hmm. and to sort of think through what's going on. I think that's so important for us to do. And I think social media and not being in the moment can get us moving so fast that we fail to take that time for ourselves to just breathe. You know what I like? Uh, I think if you have an iPhone, I think most of us get this, your screen time was up or down at the end of the week. So it kind of right. gives you a gauge of how long or how much time you've been spending on your phone. I right. think that's super handy. Yeah, I'm always curious about what mine is. <laughs> so I know. Nobody wants to know that. I know. But when it does, when you start to get them, you think, okay, maybe I was it, on my phone a little too much. Yeah. It can be very shocking to realize how much time you might be spending with something. Yeah. But I think not knowing that 
information before it gets told to you is kind of a bit of about being in the moment. You know, we are not being in the moment if we are not aware of how much time we're spending on a particular thing. Mm -hmm. You know, doom scrolling can be five hours and we may not even know that time has passed. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of not being in the moment. Exactly. You're missing out on so many things around you, conversations, um, just things that you can keep up up here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We are living in a time where doom scrolling is an open invitation and everybody's going to be so tempted to jump into mm-hmm. it. But it's so important to take some time just with your own thoughts and your own feelings yeah. and your own mind and take stock of where you're at. Sometimes I find one of the most relaxing things now is to, um, I love to walk, but I go on my walk and I don't get on my phone or I don't listen to music or just kind of like, Soak in listening to, the, I know it sounds cheesy, but listening to the birds and just right. listening to what's going on, having a conversation with my neighbors, just things that you would probably ignore or move on if you had something in your ear or you were looking down. Yeah, you know, somebody I was talking to the other day was talking about um, art therapy. And in this experiment, they were, they were experiencing the art therapist pouring sand into their hands, something very simple, just the experience of feeling sand being poured into their hands. Mm. But there was something about that that was so centering for this person, you know, really feeling themselves experiencing a moment Mm -hmm. in time, I think is what you're talking about. You're aware of yourself as a self listening to the birds. This is me listening to the birds. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing this. And that's an important thing to do. You yeah. know, you are you are you in that moment, experiencing mm-hmm. that moment, and you're aware of it. You're feeling it. You feel the heat, or you feel the air. Yeah. You feel whatever is going on around you, you're feeling it. And you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing for us to tap into. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate these conversations in person, being in the moment with you all the time. I feel like I always learn something from Dr. Taylor, and I hope that you do as well. So maybe after you've listened to this podcast, maybe go for a peaceful walk. Maybe have a conversation, put the phone away. That's right. Feel yourself in the moment. Feel yourself in the moment. Thank you so much, Dr. Taylor. I'm Myra Ansari with We Should Talk About It. Have a great day.